Hi, we are uh, Megan and Blaine Coomer. We're from Colfax, North Dakota. A little over a year ago, we had twins in the NICU at Sanford. We ended up going into the hospital one night. I felt like I was having contractions. We had been very cautious in in telling people about our pregnancy. Um, so there were probably a lot of people the day we got admitted into the hospital who knew us very well, who probably didn't even know we were pregnant. It's just... You feel so bad. These poor kids did nothing. We were in the best place that we could possibly be. We knew just by reputation the level of care that the boys were going to be able to receive. Uh, So we are very blessed that Fargo-Moorhead area has something like the Sanford Children's Hospital. I long for those day that day that I would have been so big that I could hardly have gotten out of bed or so, you know, uncomfortable or been that person that people stared and pointed at when I went into the grocery store because I was so huge, pregnant with twins. We don't know what that kind of normal is. You know, we don't know what it would be like to have a child and go home in two days. They were 10, 11 inches inches long, and they weighed just over a pound each, but they were so small. I, I just, and that's when you start learning about the things that you never even thought about, you know, because preemies, everybody asks you well, how much they weigh and how much they have to weigh before they can go home. And the first thing the NICU staff tells you is that this is not about weight. This is about everything else. As soon as you're holding Liam and you're thinking about how wonderful this is and how great it is, then you realize Owen's about 10 feet back that way. You know, and it's just like, we should both be holding a baby. We should both be doing this. One of those things where you just celebrated each of those tiny milestones. I think for most people, the journey is early on. You have those ups and downs and crazies, and then at a certain point, your children get to the point of, okay, now we just need to feed them enough to go home. Well, I'm not sure if we ever got to that point. (laughs) There was was always something. Yeah. And it seemed like if one of the boys would be having a rough week, and the other one would be doing really good, and then they would kind of flip-flop. Liam early on ended up with all we can figure is that it was some kind of skin infection on his side well he had his wound started off as just a small red dot and it it took literally no time at all and the thing started getting bigger and bigger and pretty soon it was from his armpit all the way down to his waist you know it was a probably a third of his upper body Mm -hmm. that this infection had started taking over nobody was quite sure what it was then liam spent the rest of his time in the nicu continuing to heal from that because um, it was it was deep. I mean, he ended up having little ribs exposed. Um, Liam got they both Liam got pneumonia in the hospital. It was pretty aggressive. We're not going to know what we're supposed to do today, <laughs> you know. We but we want to we want to make sure that whatever we do today is something that's going to help us remember Liam for the rest of our lives. And so they knew. Um, Everything to tell us, to help us, okay, this is what you're going to want to remember. You're going to want to take a picture of this. You're going to want to call these people. We could say goodbye. He had started retaining some fluid. He died. Their due date was March 3rd, and Liam died on March 13th. You, You have no idea what goes on up there until you're there. I don't know, maybe that's the way, that's probably the way life should be, is that you just can live in this, live life every day not knowing the 
all the different struggles that are going on, the outcomes, more often than not, are great. Somebody donated the money for that to be a possibility.